Kevin Cerrito here reminding you that nobody talks wrestling on the radio like me and my tag team partner, Dustin Starr, every Saturday at 11 a.m. on Sports 56. Don't believe me? Ask WWE Hall of Famer, Handsome Jimmy Valiant. From Memphis, baby. Oh, Mr. Booger Wooga Man, feel good. Hey, baby, I want to tell my people, all my brothers and sisters, don't you dare. Miss Book 56 WABQ Radio with Justin Star and yours truly, Kevin Duroto. Attention all grandmas, grandpas, nanas, and pop-pops. Bingo is not just for you anymore. Introducing Cerrito Bingo. It's a modern twist on a classic game for everyone to enjoy. Play 10 exciting rounds of free bingo every week at locations all over the Memphis area. For more info, visit CerritoBingo.com. Cerrito Bingo is the game-o. Now play Cerrito Bingo every Friday night at the Memphis Made Tap Room and every Sunday fun day at Laughlin Yard. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Cerrito Live Wrestling Hour. Making their way to the radio from Memphis, Tennessee, the home of Rhythm and Bruise. Please welcome Kevin Cerrito and his tag team partner, Dustin Five Star. Wrestling on the radio. Welcome into the Cerrito Live Wrestling Hour. I'm your host, the pro wrestling writer for the Memphis Flyer, Kevin Cerrito. No Dustin Five Star this week, but we do have an action-packed edition of the program coming your way. Lots of barbecue sauce wrestling talk happening. We will get into the biggest story in the history of our sport a little bit later on. And we will talk to a couple of barbecue sauce wrestlers as well, who were involved in the barbecue sauce wrestling at the uh, Memphis in May uh, World Championship Barbecue Cooking Contest the other day. And the MC of that event was Jerry the King Lawler, and he's going to join us as well in a little bit. We'll also announce the date of our next upcoming uh, trivia event. Of course, we do wrestling trivia on uh, occasion. We just had one big night the other night. The greatest wrestling trivia rumble was a great success out there at Pimentos in East Memphis. I will announce the day of our next wrestling event. It is the House Money in the Bank is our next uh, live trivia event coming up later on. We'll announce that in this hour as well on this day of the royal wedding. We're going to be joined by Memphis royalty by wrestling royalty or soon to be barbecue royalty as he continues to open up many and many different barbecue restaurants all over town and he's, as he now hosts barbecue wrestling events at Tom Lee Park for Bill Street Music Fest. We're going to be joined by Jerry the King Lawler in just a few moments. But right now, we're going to get connected with some of these barbecue uh, wrestlers, let's get connected with Drew Barrett, who used to be on this show, who wrestled in barbecue sauce the other night. This is so Memphis. Uh, and it, so for the past, uh, this is at least year two of the barbecue wrestling at Tom Lee Park. And uh, this year, man, this this seemed to last forever, this uh, contest that went on. Um, but they kept having match after match after match. But it was bigger than ever before this year because Jerry the King Lawler was there on commentary, and we'll talk to the King about that. But also there, we had wrestling in the ring. Uh, they had regular matches, and then they had what they called celebrity matches. They also had a women's division. But this year, they were actually in a professional wrestling ring with the ring ropes and barbecue sauce all over uh, the ring. And uh, people were competing in it. So inside of actual wrestling ring this year, as this event keeps getting apparently bigger and bigger and bigger. And uh, so com- competing, they had different divisions. There was the celebrity division, which involved two friends here from Flynn Broadcasting. Uh, one of them, Laddie, from down the hall at Q1075. And the other was Drew Barrett uh, from right here at Sports 56. Been on this show many a times. And also uh, Drew from... Uh, or. Yeah, so Drew from Sports 56, of course, part of this show, ate. He, his last big food competition uh, wasn't wrestling. He was involved, though, with 
uh, eating crystals in a food competition. So that was interesting. Uh, so Drew was one of the competitors in there, and he was introduced. Uh, disappointed these guys didn't come out to like to wrestling names. They didn't come up with a gimmick. They didn't have a ring name. But uh, we got to give Drew his his ring name. CJ, what would Drew's ring name be? I don't know. What does he have? Is there one that comes to mind real quick? Crystal Killer. Crystal Killer, because this guy can he can, he can kill those crystals. But uh, so let's go first to one of our first wrestlers who was involved the other day in his barbecue sauce. Because I'm fascinated by this, how you got selected and all of that stuff. We're going to be joined first by the Crystal Killer, Drew. What's up, Drew? Good morning. Hey, Kevin, CJ, how y'all doing? Did we just wake you up? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Well, I thought I was going on at 11.30, but 11.15 worked. All right. So the uh, barbecue, how did this happen the other day? You were at Barbecue Fest, and they asked you to be a part of this. How do you become a Barbecue Fest wrestler? Well, actually, it was kind of um, started about a week ago. I just happened to be walking across, uh, walking by the right door at the station, and uh, Carrie, who's in charge of uh, head of sales and advertising at that point, broadcasting, just asked me if I wanted to do it, and I said, Sure. You immediately said yes. You would wrestle in barbecue sauce. What did they had they asked it? They said, "Do you want to wrestle in barbecue sauce?" Well, they kind of just basically just said, "Hey, there's doing this. There's, have you heard of the barbecue wrestling down at um, Barbecue Fest?" I said yes. They like, "Would you like to do it?" We kind of need somebody from this station to represent Four Fifty Six, and I said, "Well, I think I might be the only one young and dumb enough to do it, so I guess I'll do." It. <laughs> So you immediately agreed, and apparently that same conversation happened down the hall here at Q1075 when they booked your opponent uh, to wrestle as well. His name is Laddie. You can listen to him weekdays here uh, on Q1075. Uh, middays, he joins us now live from the Nine Inch Nails ticket release. Is that what's happening, Laddie? That's exactly what's going on. I'm telling you, and the, the probably – 500 more people in line. It went around the building. It's like two blocks was the line. This is a unique situation going on today. That They're selling Nine Inch Nails tickets, but you have to buy them at the ticket window like it is 1992. All over again. And, I mean, I guess that's what Trent Reznor wants. He said he doesn't really want a whole bunch of scalpers. So, basically, today at 10 o'clock across the country, at every venue that he's playing, the release is there. And it's oh, awesome. Wow. Do they even have they even have merchandise? The official tour merchandise they're selling out here. I mean, it's awesome. It's really cool. Cool scene. Wow, it's, it's a, a risky a risky way to do things in 2018, but it seems to be working. I guess, huh? A- absolutely, yeah. Well, that and of course you got barbecue fest. So people are kind of going back and forth. <laughs> where is it? Where is the ticket? It's well, they're, they're being held at the the Holleran Center right next to the Orpheum. Okay, the yeah. concert is September 24th. Okay. All right, so yeah, the the the, the Hallam Center next to the Orpheum. Ooh, that's a nice building too. Okay, so Laddie, you were down the hall at Q one zero seven five, and then they approached you about about wrestling and barbecue sauce. How did this go? Uh, yeah, so basically, uh, one of our sales guys says, "Hey, look, they're doing some barbecue wrestling," and I was like, "Well, let me check it out. Let me check it out." Next thing you know, I find out uh, that I know some of the wrestlers or, or the, the participants, and I was like, "Oh, I'm definitely doing this." I mean, getting into a wrestling ring has been my dream since I was like five, you know. So being able to actually like touch the turnbuckle and then the ropes and get in this, it, it's bigger in person than it is on TV for sure. Uh, it was just a dream come true. Oh, it was a dream come true. The the barbecue sauce was just an added bonus, I guess. Yeah, absolutely, and it was kind of spicy. I think. I mean, at least that's what I tasted. So it did get it did get in your mouth, Drew? Did it get in your mouth? Oh, it was definitely a spicy sauce, and not just in your mouth. The biggest thing that shocked me was exactly how where it got. I mean, I took <laughs> probably four showers to finally stop smelling like it, and was still picking sauce out of my ear as late as yesterday morning. <laughs> oh wow! So, Laddie, you didn't have a you did not have a ring name. I, we, neither one of y'all got ring names. Y'all weren't allowed to. Did they say, "Well, do you want to be introduced as or"? Or I, I would think you would have you'd want to have a gimmick. I, our old buddy Country Corey, he came out in his overalls and was really like the uh, the old school Southern wrestler, the Plowboy Frazier, Hillbilly Jim. Uh, you guys uh, just seemed like y'all took this real seriously. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, of course, it's, it's, it's for the championship. I mean, you <laughs> got to take it as serious as possible. <laughs> You guys went on, so I'm watching the live feed. The commercial pill had a live feed set up. 
and they of course saved it. I didn't watch it live, but I watched. I went back and watched it because I was like, I got to see all of these matches. Like six matches in, it cuts off, and it's right before y'all's match. <laughs> and so I'm like, no, like I want to see these guys wrestle from uh from right here at Flynn Broadcasting. So I, it's obviously it's on uh, your Facebook page, Laddie. I know it's also on the Q1075 Facebook page. So if you guys want to see the match between Drew and Laddie in barbecue sauce on the mighty Mississippi River, you can uh, go to the Q1075 Facebook page, watch the match in its entirety. So let's break down. Uh, this match, you guys were throwing each other around. Yeah, we, you know, it was weird. We were actually kind of blindsided by the rules, to be honest. You know, uh, Drew and I, we, we actually talked days before about it. Like if we wrestle each other, what we may or may not do. The whole point that we want to do is put on a show. Um, you know, it, it's different from people from afar watching a couple guys wrestle around and roll around and stuff. But if you can maybe see them, like, standing up and do, like, the wrestling moves and, and all that, then you put on a show. Well, they wouldn't let us do that. Uh, liability reasons, we had to, like, basically wrestle from our knees. Um, but I think Drew and I wanted to, to put on a show for people. I was, yeah, so it wasn't because, I mean, we know to, we talk about professional wrestling during this hour on the radio every single Saturday. It's no secret. Professional wrestling, it's, it's choreographed. And none of these matches really looked like there was planned finishes or really that many uh, planned moments uh, throughout the match. You wanted to do it? Did you say, what did you say? You just say you wanted to jump off the top rope. I could see like, oh, we don't want you guys doing that. But you guys still, you could have done some theatrics in there, right? Or were they, you wanna... were, they, oh. were, were they telling you don't do anything that, that this needs to look like collegiate wrestling? They kept using the phrase collegiate wrestling on the commentary. Well, they, they basically Snyder. said if, if you got uh, if you got off of your knees and pretty much attacked your opponent, you'd be officially disqualified right off the bat. So we didn't. Neither one of us really wanted to get disqualified. We we knew we went into the ring having a plan of kind of what we were going to do, uh, how it was going to finish, you know, stuff like that. Um, and honestly, looking back at it. I'm kind of glad we weren't allowed to do all the crazy and wild things that we had actually planned to do because one of us would probably be in a cast right now or even worse. Right. The guy, as soon as we stepped into the ring, the referee looks at us and says, have you done anything like this before and wrestled in barbecue sauce? We're like, no. He says, make sure you get on your knees. You're going to, because if you don't, you'll blow out one of your knees trying to catch your balance. Oh, wow. So, so you, <laughs> Did you feel unsafe in there when you were doing it? Did it seem like this is the first time either one of you uh, have been in the ring, right, Drew? This is your first time in, inside of a wrestling ring? Yes, definitely first time. And, Laddie, obviously your dream coming true here. <laughs> yeah, and, it was uh, – no, I didn't feel unsafe at all. It was it, it, it was good. I, I, I think, like, with, with Drew, like, wrestling Drew, I mean, he was 100 <laughs> – it's weird to say, 100% professional wrestling. <laughs> but he knew he knew we both we both didn't want to hurt each other. We want I mean, we got jobs, we got things we have to do, but we wanted to put on a show, and we were able to do that. And I think ours was a little bit, I don't want to say better than everybody else's, but I mean, we we put more into it. We we put thought into it rather than just being like, okay, here, go wrestle on the ground. All right, so for those who have yet to see this, we've got spoilers coming up here. But the winner of the match and the champion of Flynn Broadcasting Barbecue Wrestling is Laddie. So congratulations, Laddie, on your big victory. And you better believe it, champion of the world, son. I am 1-0 undefeated, probably the rest of my life be 1-0. <laughs> Wait, so w you, will you defend the title next year? You won't. I, I, I think, I don't know. I mean, I, you know, I, I'm, I was thinking about you know, going into retirement, but I'm not sure about that. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to have to get with maybe my promotional team and uh, pay per view and figure out what they want to do about it. But other than that, I, I'm 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 one to know, and we'll have another conversation soon. Now, I think CJ is ready to challenge you. CJ, as a Flynn Broadcasting employee, is ready to challenge you. Don't put words in my mouth. No, I'm not. <laughs> you don't think you can beat Laddie? I'm not. It's not about being laddie. Drew just said he just got the barbecue sauce out of his ears, and I hate things in my ears. You hate things. You can wear. Uh, they, everybody was wearing goggles, right? You had to wear goggles to the ring, uh, or most people were wearing goggles. And did y'all wear goggles? Did you wear goggles, Drew? Yeah, we we were both we both had goggles. Because you don't they want the barbecue goggles. sauce. Yeah, getting in your eye is not good. No, you know it's it, terrible because it was like, also. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. I'm go go ahead, like. 
No, it was it was it was it was great. I, I think the point, like Drew, was phenomenal at, at, at his at his deal. If you've never seen Drew's acting, definitely check it out. When as soon as he entered the ring, and then at one point he had me basically kind of like in a half full Nelson, and he's throwing his arm up to the crowd to get him involved, and then he slams me back. I mean, that's absolutely everything we wanted to do, and I think it came off to perfection. Yeah, I'm. I'm I, I'll be honest. I'm. I'm surprised if you watch the match. Drew had. Uh, definitely what looked like the ring skills of, of a wrestler. Like he was putting you in these submission maneuvers. Like you said, the full Nelson, he, he seemed to have a strategy and a ground game, but it did not work out. You were able to, uh, laddie pull up, pull off the victory, become the Flynn broadcasting champion. CJ is not going to challenge you. Uh, I guess we're going to have to find you another challenger. Um, but now, now in WWE, I don't know if you saw this, but the but Nia Jax, the the Raw Women's Champion, just she's the champion, and she challenged Ronda Rousey uh, this oh, week. Wow. So the champion put out a challenge. So is there anybody you want to challenge, Laddie, here at Flynn Broadcasting to a match? I know you're considering retirement already, but you're still young. I think you should, uh, you know, you've, you should defend the title next year. You know, I think I think I'm going to have to defend it. You know, I, I um, obviously. Uh, I'm going to hone in more on my skills and, you know, wrestling on my knees and all that kind of jazz. Um, but, yeah, you know, there might be some a couple employees over at the, the Franklin Broadcasting. I mean, you know, I, I was looking forward to a Royal Rumble, but that, they didn't want to do that. But, I don't know, maybe we could do our own Royal Rumble. I don't know. Maybe we could figure something out. Kevin, you're, you, you know, you're, you're smart. You, you know the wrestling business. Yeah. You know, maybe we could do something. Make it happen. I think I could book this. We're being joined by Laddie from Q1075 down the hall and Drew from right here on Sports 56. They wrestled each other in barbecue sauce the other day at Tom Lee Park as part of the Memphis and May Barbecue uh, Festival. It's now an annual tradition. Laddie victorious with the Flynn Broadcasting uh, title. Uh, one of many barbecue sauce wrestling matches that occurred uh, the other day. I like the idea of a Royal Rumble or me throwing people over the top rope. I don't know. Um, you could put the bar. I think what we could do. If we're booking this live here on the air, is that the barbecue sauce would have to be outside the ring, and you get thrown into the barbecue sauce. See, so, I like that. I like that. And we, and we and we didn't know. Like Drew and I actually kind of started. We we're talking about uh, choreographing our, our match, and like I said, we wanted to have fun with it. And we were talking about doing things if we were standing up, what we were going to do, throw each other turnbuckles, do things like that. But then again, we obviously weren't able to do it. Um, but, you know, if, if there's a way we can kind of do that, because, I mean, I would love to superfly Jimmy Stuka somebody off the top rope. That's all I'm trying to say. <laughs> all right, I think, yeah, I, I, so I think we've got it. So we can book uh, a media Royal Rumble, the media division, a media Royal Rumble. They would have to have the sauce on the outside of the ring before they put the sauce in there. I don't know. We'll, we'll figure it out. I'll try to, try to get that booked for, for next year. So after the match, though, Laddie, you won and Drew attacked you. Was this, he did. Was, was this planned, or was, did, he, did he go off script here? I mean, uh, a little bit of both, actually. You know, um, At that point, I, I, I was just basking in the glory of being a champion that uh, I, I kind of forgot that we were going to do something else, but I mean, Drew <laughs> said it. He, he, he just said, he goes, it's not over. It's not over. And, I mean, that, that might be the slogan for 2019. You know, I, it's just not over. And it's, it seems, Drew, that was your heel turn. Uh, if we go flashback to this year's WrestleMania, it was two friends in, a, in the ring, AJ Styles versus Sinsuke Nakamura for the WWE Championship. Uh, AJ won fair and square, but then uh, Sinsuke turned heel with a low blow. You avoided the low blow, but did, did uh, sneak attack your uh, your friend and colleague after, after the match. Well, what was the purpose of that? Well, the, the main purpose was I was just mad that I lost. I, I, I didn't want to <laughs> lose. I realized how covered in sauce I was, and I thought to myself, hey, I didn't come in here to get covered in sauce and lose. So when they said that Laddie had finally gotten me down and counted to three seconds, I was just more in my own mindset of, hey, it's not over. I'm going to win this. All right. Well, congratulations, Laddie, uh, on your victory. And I think you part of the reason you were able to win, you actually came to the ring dressed in a wrestling singlet. Uh, I mean, why Why wouldn't he not do that, you know? I think it was great. And also, one other thing I want to say, too, yeah. is, I mean, I, I, I've been a wrestling fan since since birth. Like, literally, you know? And I grew up with the 80s wrestlers, all the 90s, and all that kind of jazz. And I think one of the highlighted moments was when, uh, you know, yeah, Jerry the King Lawler, he was one of the commentators, you know? Right. And uh, and when he when I, when I go, I walked out to the ring, and I had a, a real wrestler say, 
Uh, hey, man, I got two words for you, laddie. Tanning bed. I, I, that, <laughs> made my day. That, that made my day. Oh, yeah, that was fantastic. To get an insult from the king. It's yeah, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I'm a couple yeah, minutes. He, I'm a couple minutes away from getting one. He's going to join us live here on the show uh, in oh, just awesome. a moment. So, uh, but yeah, that that was that. I would have been a, as, as honored as you were uh, for that insult. That was fantastic. So, Laddie is the champion. Drew, what happened to your clothes? So you took you had to take four or five showers. You were wearing pretty much you had gym shorts and a t shirt on. Uh, did you throw those away? Have you washed them? What's the what's the status oh, of that? They are. Probably still somewhere behind the stage at barbecue. <laughs> they were soaking wet. I tried to bring them off in the shower, didn't work. So I just cut my losses and left them. I mean, I like got a, I got a little bit of salsa on my shorts last night at the at the Mexican restaurant. But then after watching your video, I was like, ah, this is nothing. Like, it's like if I could spill a little bit of barbecue sauce on me or something. Drew covered those clothes are ruined. You're gonna have to have your your uh, special. Uh, Somebody. So there's a souvenir out there for somebody then, I guess, huh? Yeah, there's a barbecue drenched uh, Sports 50 shirt, uh, Sports 56 shirt behind uh, the tent. If anybody finds it, if it's dried out by now, I'll gladly sign it because I know everybody wants, would would love to have my signature being a participant in this barbecue sauce rush. I don't know. You're a heel now, so um, everybody, everybody's on, on Laddie's side after that sneak attack. Laddie, well, uh, <laughs> it, it's, fun, it's, it's a lot more fun to be the heel. Nobody wants to be the baby face. Right, right. Nice. All right, guys. Well, thanks, thanks for joining me uh, today. So, Laddie, these tickets are on sale. You're going to be down there still for a couple more minutes, and for yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, absolutely right. They got ticket. They got ticket sales going on right now. I'm kidding you not, man. I mean, it, it goes all around the entire building. I'm looking at the line. Uh, they still got ticket sales. They're going to go on until it's sold out for three o'clock. Three o'clock today is when they're done selling the tickets. Or until they sell out. So basically, come on down here. You still got enough time. You got the barbecue fest, all that kind of jazz. So I mean, it's, it's a good fun time. Um, and one else, one thing I want to say: it, make sure you watch the video because Drew's entrance is absolutely spectacular. Like what you said, he 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 knows his way around the ring. It was probably one of the best things. And I've I've ran into literally people here today, and they say, "Dude, Drew's entrance was the best thing ever." And I agree, hands down. Yeah. So I appreciate it. Entrances don't win championships, but I, I it is always good. You got to have a good entrance. You got to bring it. You got to have it. Got to bring it. So, all right, Laddie, thank you very much, Laddie, the Flynn Broadcasting Barbecue Sauce Wrestling Champion. Listen to him uh, weekdays here uh, on Q one hundred seven five in the middle of the day on your uh, on your lunch break. Thank you, Laddie. And all right, guys, thank y'all. And Drew. Uh, listen to them every afternoon here on Sports 56 with Fish and Stats. Drew, thank you very much. Great job in the ring. I'm very proud of you. I'm very proud of you. You do a great job uh, participating in embarrassing food-related events at festivals. Apparently, it's just my niche. This is just what I like to do, apparently. And which one was harder, trying to eat uh, as many slider-in sliders as possible at Burger Fest or wrestling in this barbecue sauce? I'd have to say the eating contest because... It was, it was probably the harder one just because I knew that there was actually a chance of something coming back up out of me. And that scared me even more than all the sauce. All right. Uh, whew, well, I couldn't do it. So what's next? I don't know what other festival you can you can get involved with, but I, I will definitely recommend you if I hear anything. You Italian guess? Fest is coming up. Is there not a pasta eating contest? P- probably not. No, he need a, a pasta. He could wrestle in some pasta. I, I'd be down. Wrestle in Alfredo sauce. <laughs> All right, Drew, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me, Kevin. All right, that is Drew Barry. Very interesting perspective from these guys on how they got booked and, and how it went down and what the rules were uh, in the barbecue sauce wrestling at uh, Memphis and May's Barbecue Festival. So coming up, the king will join us. It is the day of the royal wedding. So, of course, we have to have royalty on the show. Jerry the King Lawler will join us here uh, momentarily. We'll talk more about that barbecue sauce wrestling and other hot topics uh, with the king. But before we go to break, I've got to tell you, this portion of the show is being brought to you by Wrestling at the Rec Room. It is real live professional wrestling right here in Memphis on the first and third Fridays of every single month at the Rec Room. Rec Room, of course, located on Broad Avenue right there off of Sam Cooper Boulevard Rec Room. Oh, man, not only is it a great place now to see live wrestling twice a month, but it is also a cool place just to hang out. We have trivia there every Tuesday night, but it's also where you can come and you can watch your professional wrestling pay-per-views on the giant 20-foot screens. They have these huge screens, and they show every pay-per-view, and they also show every 
single UFC event as well. So if you want to watch UFC events, they've got those on the giant 20-foot screens, and you can you can uh, rent a living room and play uh, current and classic wrestling video games on those giant 20-foot screens or any video game, whether it's Mario Kart or 007 or whatever. Uh, it'd be up to you. That is at the Rec Room, where they now have wrestling twice a month. They're at 3000 Broad Avenue in Memphis, Tennessee. You can go to Mem- or you go to RecRoomMemphis.com. It's their website, RecRoomMemphis.com. Find them on Facebook and all the social media. Again, live professional wrestling. It's only $5 to get in. They do it twice a month uh, on the first and third Fridays of the month is their traditional uh, schedule. But this month they're doing the second and fourth Friday here since it is Memphis in May, which means we've got wrestling coming up this coming Friday at the rec room. And you will not want to miss that wrestling at the rec room bringing you this the cerrito live wrestling hour when we come back the king is going to join us you're listening to cerrito live here on sports 56 and 87.7 fm do you live in memphis do you suffer from weekday boredom do you sit around on weeknights looking at your phone trying to find something to do if so ask your doctor about cerrito trivia well actually that might be a little weird instead just stop playing on your phone and start inviting your friends to play cerrito trivia it's more than just your average mind-numbing pub quiz it's trivia night with questions and stuff you and your friends know and like featuring unique weekly themes including movies music 90s tv shows current events and more all shows are free to play for more information on locations weekly themes and drink specials visit CerritoTrivia.com or like Cerrito Trivia on Facebook and browse the best team name Hall of Fame. And did you know Cerrito Trivia isn't just for bars and restaurants? Contact Cerrito Trivia at gmail.com to bring Memphis' most unique trivia experience to your next party, work function, rehearsal dinner, reunion, seminar, retreat, or special event. Cerrito Trivia is the perfect prescription for weekday boredom. Side effects may include wing prices, laughing out loud, high-fiving, eating mass quantities of delicious food, consumption of adult beverages, rock, paper, scissors, and spending quality time with friends. CerritoTrivia.com. Now, back to the Cerrito Live Wrestling Hour on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. to the show. All right, so we had a big wrestling trivia event the other night on Thursday night. It was so much fun out there in East Memphis as we had the greatest wrestling trivia rumble there. Uh, WWE, of course, had their their greatest Royal Rumble in the Middle East, so we had the wrestling trivia rumble in East Memphis at Pimentos. Our next wrestling trivia event, our next live event here. You come out with all, we invite everyone in the Cerrito Live universe. All the low budgets are invited to come out to our next event. It's always free to play and it's always fun just to be there even if you can't win. As we had to crown a brand new champion. His first time at, at the event uh, winning the Rumble the other night. First time at any one of our, our trivia events. Our next one is going to be slated for June 28th. So Thursday, June 28th, we'll be at Memphis Maids Tap Room, 8 p.m. as we uh, play wrestling trivia again. It's what we call House Money in the Bank. Uh, house Money in the Bank is the winner. We'll get a Money in the Bank briefcase with House Money inside of it. Uh, that will go for the trivia winner. Of course, all of our trivia events, if, even if you uh, don't think you can win, it is still fun to come out and uh, watch and eat and drink and cheer and boo and just be around other like-minded wrestling fans here in the Mid-South. It's free to come and watch. It's free to come and play. And so many different prizes awarded uh, throughout the event as well. So House Money in the Bank, mark your calendar. We'll start taking reservations on Monday if you want to sign up uh, to guarantee your spot. Uh, more information, of course, at CerritoTrivia.com. Uh, House Money in the Bank. It is coming this uh, June. Of course, it's got to be in June because Money in the Bank is around the corner. It will be June 28th at the Memphis Made Tap Room. We're working on getting connected with the King, Jerry Lawler. He is in Little Rock today. Surprisingly not, you know, at the at the royal wedding. I don't know why he, he was not there, why he was not um the one uh walking uh Megan down the aisle. But he probably should have been. Um instead Prince Charles took that that duty at the at the royal wedding. But we're working on getting connected with 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 the king here in Little Rock as he is at a Comic-Con. There's a Comic-Con in Little Rock, and we're getting the king on here uh, now. So it is the day of the royal wedding, so it was only appropriate that we get joined by some royalty here on the show. So joining us now is the king of Memphis, the king of professional wrestling, and the soon-to-be king of barbecue. 
He is Jerry, the King Lawler. What's up, King? Uh, good morning, guys. I did I did get up early. I got up about 6 o'clock this morning to head over to, I'm over in Little Rock at the Little Rock Comic Con today, and then I'm wrestling in Hot Springs, Arkansas tonight. But I did not quite get up early enough to see the royal wedding. How did it go? Were there any, uh, did anybody stand up and uh, object or anything like that? <laughs> no, I think it went smoothly. It did not go uh, like your, your traditional wrestling wedding <laughs> at all. <laughs> you didn't get an invite? You're royalty. Why were you not there? I don't know. I saw George Clooney there with his wife. Or it looked like Big Big Bird or something like that. But uh, no, I don't know. My my invitation must have been lost in the mail. You know how that is coming all the way from England. All right. Well, we wanted to have you on the show to to commemorate the royal wedding today, but as well to talk about what happened on Wednesday night here in Memphis because your barbecue restaurants uh, both sponsored this event that happened at Tom Lee Park. It's uh, now an annual event where they have barbecue sauce wrestling. There was actually a ring set up this year. <laughs> with barbecue sauce in it, bunch of amateur wrestlers uh, competing against each other. More matches, I think, than WrestleMania, right? There were so many matches. How many well, matches? Well, I think, I, I think there wound up being like 11, 11 <laughs> matches in all or something like that. But, yeah, there was um, – uh, it, was, it was great. All of the, all of the uh, different cooking teams uh, from all over the country would send a representative out there, and, and, and we, had a, we had a ring set up. Filled with barbecue sauce, and they just went in there and went at it. It was it was fun, and and uh, I got to call the action. And I, I told him, I said, you know, I've called the WrestleMania matches, SummerSlam matches. I called a match between Hulk Hogan and The Rock. I even called a match with with Vince McMahon against uh, Donald Trump. But I'd never called a barbecue sauce wrestling match before. But I got that. So that was my first, and it, it was a lot of fun. It was it was it was a lot of fun out there. And yeah, it, it was something. So there was a title on the line in every single one of those matches, huh? Yes, there was. Everybody got a really nice, and they even gave me one at the end, a very nice, uh, Memphis Barbecue Fest, uh, a special championship belt, a nice belt. I was surprised. I thought they always say that you're supposed to call it a title, King. Is that only on, well, yeah, on? we're we're not we're not we're not in the WWE today. Down in Memphis, <laughs> we can still use the word belt, but yeah, up in the WWE, Vince uh, Vince prefers that you don't say belt and just uh, call it a title. Call it a title or a championship. Uh, yeah, either one. Yeah, we're we're being joined by by Jerry the King Lawler. So that event, it was the the commercial appeal streamed the entire thing, uh, almost really? almost the whole thing. I think they cut off like after match six. I was watching it on the on the stream. <laughs> after match six, they they decided, all right, well, I guess we're going to cut this off. So about halfway through, uh, it was streamed on the CA. Do you think it'll be on? It could be on WWE Network next year. Uh, but it's a good possibility. They're always looking for uh, new, new and exciting program, and that's certainly programming. And that certainly was. You know, I guess if you stopped after match six, you didn't get a chance to see. They actually had a couple of uh, professional uh, male wrestlers and a couple of professional female wrestlers that came out and had matches. And at one point, the the, the male wrestlers, uh, the professional guys, were exceptionally heavy. And one of them picked the other one up all the way up in the air and gave him a power bomb, and it splashed barbecue sauce. Uh, if, I mean, if you were, if there had been rows of seating, of course everybody just stood around the ring, but it would have splashed it back to about the tenth or eleventh row. Uh, everybody got covered with barbecue sauce on that big uh, that big power bomb move. Oh wow! So yeah, I, I gotta find I gotta I gotta find the footage of that. It's got to be somewhere. But yeah, I was disappointed. I, I I missed the the actual professional wrestling uh, that went involved there. And then and I'm so I'm watching a, some of it, and I'm seeing that that media. There was different divisions. There's the media division, the amateur division, as you said, the actual professional wrestler division. There was a women's division, and uh, I was watching the, some some woman won, like named Mallory, I think, and they said she yeah. was a two time winner. Uh, and I'm like, she seems she seems more qualified now than. Uh, than Ronda Rousey to be wrestling Nia Jax at the next pay per view. <laughs> You're right, and 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 possibly a little bigger than uh, Ronda Rousey as well. She was closer to the size of uh, Nia Jax. No, wait a minute. Now, now, you know what was surprising? No, the, actually, Mallory's opponent was the was the really. Uh, the, well, I don't know. You, you got to be so very politically correct and 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 careful the way you describe, especially women these days she was um uh, I, I, can you say large 
I don't even know if yeah. you can even say that somebody was large or not. Uh, but anyway, yeah, but, but she didn't win. Uh, the Mallory girl, the Mallory girl, which I, I would have, when I saw the two of them go into the ring, I would have put my money on Mallory's opponent. But Mallory, I guess she won last year and then again this year. And yeah, a stamina. And, and a woman who who is similar body type to Nia Jax, as you would say, and and of course Ronda Rousey now getting a, a WWE Women's Title shot on Monday uh, for the Raw Women's Championship, and she's yet to even wrestle a singles match. Uh, thinking maybe Mallory has to, she has an argument there. If we, yeah, uh, I think you're right. Oh, I think you're right. So this was wrestling in barbecue sauce. Is, is there ever going to be matches in dry rub, or is that just? <laughs> well, I don't know. Like you said, my my barbecue <laughs> restaurant out there on Germantown Parkway sponsored this event um and so and it went off well a big we had a big big crowd big turnout for it uh so that that may be a that may be a good idea all right if we get some (laughs) if we get some of those lovely female wrestlers i'll be glad to dry rub them down before the match (laughs) we are talking to uh jerry the king lawler live from uh, little rock uh arkansas at comic-con um last thing about the barbecue sauce wrestling now in WWE right now, AJ Styles is feuding with Sinsuke Nakamura. Uh, Sinsuke gets to pick his stipulation for their next match. <laughs> you think he'll pick a barbecue sauce wrestling match? Uh, no, I don't think he will. I don't. I don't know how big barbecue sauce is in Japan. Um, they do have. Um, uh, let's see. What is the, what is big Korean barbecue is yeah. uh, big, but I'm not sure about in in Japan. Um, uh, but I, I just don't think, for some reason, that that will that stipulation will be the first thing that comes to mind for Shinsuke. All right, we were talking with Jerry the King Lawler. Uh, but if you were, because you used to be, you used to book Memphis wrestling, and you did the the book half the year uh, down here, and you booking stuff. What would you book as their re, as their rematch? If you, uh, what would be a good one? This is a feud that's been based on low blow after low blow. What would be yeah. a good a, a a good match for the next would, phase of this feud? I would call it. I would. I would book a chastity belt match. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I don't, probably people don't even know what a chastity belt is anymore, do they? Oh, I think they do. I think. I think. I think they okay. do. Uh, what, well. <laughs> But uh, it's it's interesting. Did they never ask you to be on the booking committee in WWE? I mean, you were there for so long, and you had such a long history of of, of booking stuff in Memphis. Did they ever ask you to to help a long, out? A long, a long time ago, I was asked, and um, I that's just oh my goodness. I I just didn't want to get. To, I mean, I knew uh, and still know, you know, a bunch of the writers and and guys, and and it's especially guys like. You know, I would talk to Dusty Rhodes when when Dusty was helping with it, and and Michael, you know, Michael Hayes, and it, you got to understand this. Vince McMahon is a true workaholic, and of course, he's you know it it works for him. I mean, he's so so successful, but I mean, he literally lives, eats, sleeps, and breathes the WWE twenty four seven, and. You you hear the term workaholic, but not many people really have ever been around a real true workaholic. Vince McMahon is that, and and sometimes I think what happens to workaholics mentality is they think that everybody else is like them and should be workaholics as well, you know. And uh, I just I just I don't know. I could never. I, I just knew that I could never devote. And I'm I, I don't know how guys like Michael Hayes and and Dusty Rhodes and, and the writers do that. I mean, it, it's it's just such a demanding job. It just takes up literally all of your time. I mean, I don't know. I don't just don't know how they do it. And I was asked, you know, uh, if I would be interested. And I just I just knew that I couldn't, I wouldn't be able to devote that much time to you know to that job. Uh, I, I still don't know how those guys do it. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I mean, Vince may call those guys in the middle of the night or something, and their and their meetings will last forever and ever and ever. And I'm just, I've just never been the kind of person that that does well in meetings and and all of those kind of things. And uh, I mean, like when I was doing the booking, uh, nobody could, even Jerry Jarrett, um, you know, he 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 could not stand the way that I did the booking, but it still it worked. I mean, like I'd go, I, you know, Jerry Jarrett would start on Saturday afternoon as soon as Memphis TV was over, 
he would sit down and go back to the office and he would start working that day on next week's TV, you know, and plan and talk and have meetings and, 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 and think of stuff uh, all week long and to, to put together the TV for the next Saturday. And I, on the other hand, would, you know, after Monday night's matches were over, I'd go to Louisville on Tuesday and wrestle, go to Evansville on Wednesday and wrestle. And then when Friday night came around, I would either be in Tupelo or Blytheville, Arkansas, and I would put the TV together after the matches as I was driving back or riding with somebody back to, back home to Memphis. That's when I'd put, together, put Saturday morning's TV together. I've just, I, I, you know, I was just always the last-minute kind of guy, but for some reason, it always worked, you know, and just, uh, so, so that's, that's how much time I would put into booking, uh, the Saturday morning TVs. And so, so and, and it drove Jerry Jarrett nuts. And I'm sure that something like that would drive Vince McMahon nuts. So I, I would not be good on the booking committee up there. Right. That, that, uh, makes sense. You, you mentioned your, uh, your business partner, Jerry Jarrett, uh, who recently I, uh, just yesterday, I'm reporting this for the Memphis Flyer. Of course, this is the first time we've talked since I started doing uh, some pro wrestling reports over there at the Memphis Flyer. And, I saw that. And uh, Jerry Jarrett's coming out with a podcast. He he tweeted it out this week. Have you talked to uh, Jerry Jarrett about the uh, podcast that he's planning on doing? Have you heard about this? I have not. I did see that he was going to start that. I think it'll be a very, very interesting podcast, um, especially if, you know, if you're a Memphis wrestling fan or the wrestling from this area at all, know anything about it. It should be very, very entertaining and very interesting. The last time I talked to Jerry and saw him for for uh, any length of time was at WrestleMania. Saw Jerry and his wife, Deborah, and, and we talked for about an hour there. Uh, and I hadn't seen him in, in a long time before that. But, uh, yeah, that should, that should be interesting. I don't know. I, I do know that, like, I've had my podcast, Dinner with the King, for a little over a year now. And... It, that's another thing that kind of gets, you know, all of a sudden the Tuesday rolls around and you think, oh, my gosh. Well, actually, Monday rolls around. I think, oh, my gosh, tomorrow I got to get up and do the podcast. And then Tuesday morning rolls around and you think, oh, my gosh, this afternoon I got to do the podcast. So it it it, it, it kind of becomes um, uh, after after a while, I, I just I just hope Jerry will will have the stick to it enough to. Um, you know, to, to hang with it because it really does. It, it, it kind of gets uh, on your nerves after a while. <laughs> so what, so what is your advice then? There's been, so there's been right, right now, if you're looking at Memphis wrestling uh, legends with their own podcast, right there, there's your podcast. that has been going even longer than that. Jim Cornette has had his podcast in, in right. the past year. If you want to call him a legend, uh, definitely a Memphis wrestling personality. Scott Bowden's podcast has been up and going. <laughs> Uh, alleged uh, Dutch Mantel has had one, hasn't he? Dutch Mantel, he has had one. Does he have it now? I don't know. I know Austin Idols had one and stopped one. Uh, there's been many yeah, that they, have uh, started yeah, and they stopped. Just get, they get tired of them. I mean, you just you can't. No. And it's no, no, you know, it's. I don't know. It's just the fault of the the, the whole podcast concept. Uh, you know, you just talk yourself out after a while. That's why you know what a lot of a lot of if you listen to mine, um, I'll do a lot of talking about stuff other than the wrestling business because to me that just gets and i know the majority of people that listen to a wrestler's podcast want to hear stuff about the wrestling business but oh i get tired of talking about it <laughs> we're talking with uh with jerry the king lawler here for a couple more minutes as he's live in little rock so a couple of stories since the last time we spoke your your tv show of course is this on right now is your show on right now Yes, absolutely. It's on this very minute. In brief, I got about five more minutes or six more minutes of the TV show. This is great. Every Saturday morning at eleven o'clock. You're 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 hosting a show while on the radio and at a comic con. I don't know how you do it. This is amazing. Oh man, I'm a media. I'm a media something. I don't so, know what some it type of a mogul. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> definitely, you're definitely Superman. If not surviving the stroke and the in the heart attack, uh, it's it's pretty wild. And of course, we haven't talked to you since since your stroke. Which of course, when that uh, when that happens, how do you? I'm, I'm sitting. I'm sitting here looking at a very lovely young lady named Michelle Harrison. Okay. She she plays Nora Allen on the TV show The Flash. Okay. Yeah. And she's standing right here beside me. And then also there's Blake Foster. He's Justin on the Power Rangers. And uh, we're all just sitting around here. We're all just sitting around here uh, signing autographs and smiling, taking pictures with people. 
the brand new Avengers. Like the, the we know who who can take over and save the world if we need it to add some new members uh, to the Avengers. There, one Power Ranger, somebody from the Flash, and Jerry the King Lawler. That's a good that's a yeah, good group right that's there. Not bad at all. <laughs> oh, did you you see uh, did you see all the teachers that dressed up as you last week in, in Shelby County? All the Memphis teachers that dressed up. Oh my up goodness, like that was that was very flattering. I thought that was great. Uh, it's, it just was like, uh, all of a sudden wrestling day at Shelby County schools. And every, I guess the first person that thought of was me. Uh, but I did see Coco, Coco beware was well represented. And, yes. uh, there, there were some others as well, but I was, I was flattered with the well, one, one, one lady, especially she had the, she had the Burger King crown. She had the singlet, the, the one strap to pull down and she really, and then, and the title belt and everything. It was nice. Yeah, what struck me was that there are so many different ways to dress up as you, right? Like, <laughs> like I didn't realize that you could. There's so many different creative ways. There's so many different, and they all look like oh, they're they're looking like Jerry Lawler, but they're doing it in their own way. <laughs> you know what? Speaking of dressing up uh, certain ways, I was a little leery. You know, a couple of weeks ago we were over in Saudi Arabia for the uh, greatest greatest Royal Rumble ever. Mm-hmm. And I was I didn't know how to dress over there because they had sent us a, this big long list of stuff to do and not to do when you're in Saudi Arabia. And one of the things was, you know, don't do anything that would make fun of the royal family in any kind of way. And we were wrestling at King Abdul Stadium, uh, and so I didn't know if I didn't know if somebody would be offended if I walked in. And also it said it said don't wear any military type clothing. So I I was upset if I walked out there with my crown on and my my jacket that looked like Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band or something like that. Uh, I was wondering if they would think that that was offensive, but I wore it anyway, and everybody loved it. I mean, as soon as I walked out of the stadium, all the all the people in Saudi Arabia just started they started chanting Jerry, Jerry. It, it was really amazing to realize that all around the world, people know you know they they know that. They know the king. It was uh, it was cool. Right. The, there's only a couple of kings. You're you're. I guess I, I I would have been worried too. Like, did you have to ask somebody like before you did it, or you didn't bring well, it up to like be, that? To, to be no. To, you know what? To be perfectly honest with you, uh, I had heard that actually we were Jr. and I were asked for uh, in the original meeting about doing the show. I guess a couple of the the really high up sheiks mm-hmm. uh, there in Saudi Arabia met with Vince and they asked for a, a, some certain talent to be on the show. And apparently, uh, you know, they were, they were fans from back in the day. And apparently they asked Vince for the, the very large Japanese wrestler that wore the uh, sumo outfit. Yeah. Yokozuna. And, they wanted Yokozuna. Yeah. Yeah. Vince said Yokozuna. And they said, yes, yes. And he said, well, he's unfortunately he passed away. And then the next guy they asked for was the the guy that had long hair, paints his face, and shakes the ropes. Oh no, ultimate warrior! The ultimate warrior! And they said yes, yes, yes. And uh, uh, anyway, apparently, then they said, well, he's passed away as well. And and then uh, somewhere after that, they said, well, what about the guy that wears the crown and his partner <laughs> wears the cowboy hat? And Vince said, yes, they're still alive. Yes, we can get them. Well, the one the one guy with the crown, he has died, but he came back. <laughs> To yeah. life, luckily for you, just for this event. <laughs> exactly. So that, you know, when the fact that they actually asked for me with a crown, that, that gave me the right. confidence to go ahead and try it without asking. And, and many folks were wondering, like, why is, why is JR uh, flying in to be on the pre-show? You know, it's kind of a unique role for him because he didn't always do it. And that makes sense because they asked for him. They wanted him there. They actually, yeah, they actually asked for <laughs> The royal family asked for us. So that was good. <laughs> All right, King, thanks uh, Thanks so much for joining us. When are we going to get new episodes of your show? Because I DVR your show every week because I'm live on the air while it's on television. And I, I've seen you guys have been going through uh, some of the other episodes. When are the new episodes going to start, Aaron? Uh, well, well, we have got after tomorrow. I'm taping three more shows tomorrow. We'll have 13 episodes in the can. And so well, that's uh, – I don't know how, how many they've shown on Saturday morning. What they did, I guess, on when it went to uh, the regular time on Saturday morning – they started from episode one, and so now we're up to four or so. I think I think next week will be the uh, next week will be another one with Dave Brown. Uh, we did two with Dave, and I think next week maybe another one with. I, I'm really out of. I, I'm really not exactly sure, but maybe the another one with Dave that hasn't shown yet. 
so I think maybe next week starts the new new stuff that hasn't been shown before. Well, okay. So who's going to be? Can you tell us who the guest is that you're you're going to be talking to tomorrow? Uh, tomorrow I got Coco Beware. Ooh. I got Brian Christopher, oh. and uh, and then I got. Uh, I, matter of fact, on on the one episode I'm going to have both my sons. Brian and Kevin. You know, Kevin Kevin has done a lot in the, the Russia. He had the first match ever with um, uh, Kurt Angle when Kurt Angle was here. And he took, uh, as a referee, he took what was deemed the first five-star bump uh, by a referee ever in wrestling. And we're going to be talking about that by, when he got clotheslined by one of the moon dogs. So we're going, oh, to, wow. we're going to show some of that. And then we're going to Brian on the same show. And then, um, and, and then if you remember... Uh, we uh, there's a guy named Antonio Braxton. We had him on the Jerry Lawler show as the professor. This guy is up there with Mark James as as having the the greatest photographic memory. I mean, you could just you could just name any date, uh, and and he'll tell you what happened in in Memphis wrestling on that particular date. It's it's he's just amazing. So we're gonna have him on the show and have him. Uh, bring back some of the some of the most famous matches and 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 episodes ever from from the, from the 80s on there uh, one week. So those are my three 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 shows coming up. Oh, those those will be great if you haven't already set your DVR Saturday mornings. Uh, watch the Kings. The Saturday morning wars are on. We're on the radio live talking wrestling. The Kings uh, showing you classic clips. You can you can catch us both. We're on podcast King. You can be on your DVR. Do it how you want to do it. There, there you go. King, thanks so much for joining us uh, today. We will uh, catch up with you soon. Okay, guys. Thank you. All right. That is Jerry the King Lawler at Jerry Lawler. We ran out of time. No time to talk about the biggest story in the history of our sport this week. There's a couple of those things, and we'll touch on next week. Breaking news today about SmackDown possibly going three hours now. The USA is picking up Monday Night Raw and uh, leaving SmackDown out there for another channel to pick up. So now SmackDown, according to Variety, might end up expanding to three hours, just like all wrestling fans have always wanted. And of course, as I mentioned earlier in the show, uh, Ronda Rousey getting challenged by the WWE women's champion Nia Jax to a title match where the champion challenging Ronda Ronda's yet to even be in a singles match. I tell you, folks, I don't mind that that much. I really don't. I think uh, if anybody that can come from the outside and get a title match, it's Ronda Rousey because she's won won, uh, plenty of matches outside of WWE and proven that she's tough enough to challenge for that championship. So I'm fine with that because I doubt she's going to win it at the Money in the Bank pay-per-view. All right, that does it for today's show. I want to thank the King for joining us. And uh, our pro wrestlers in our first segment, our barbecue wrestlers, Laddie and Drew. For CJ, I'm Kevin uh, saying so long from high atop Mount Moriah. Take me home.